I'm not sure why I was on mute actually, so let's start again. Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Tones Market Analysis for Tuesday, October 31st. Um, I am coming to you from a hotel room uh, in Ukraine where I just spoke at an event, uh, Blockchain Day. Uh, I'm sure you guys saw a couple of pictures I put on Twitter. I didn't really, uh, I didn't really tweet much from the event. I was mostly doing media. Uh, I, like all day, I was interviewed by like at least five or six different Ukrainian media outlets. Uh, the conference was a lot of fun. Over a thousand people showed up. Uh, it was also a little more uh, blockchain focused, a little more, uh, there were some ICO, but general ICO presentations. I don't think they were like direct ICO pitches. Uh, of course, I did my Bitcoin presentation, which will be uh, published on YouTube, but uh, you guys should have seen my other one. Anyway, I don't have much time. I have to go to another event tonight. Um, so I will be checking my phone because there'll be a car picking me up. But um, let's just jump right into the market analysis. A lot to cover. Uh, no, wait, I'm going to do application window. Let me. Uh, I'm going to try to keep doxing myself less and less, though. That's almost like impossible for me these days. Um, all right. Um, hopefully, everyone can see the screen really well. Everyone can also uh, hear me uh, fine. Uh, we're we'll, we'll going to do a very, very quick traditional stock market. Um, I, I haven't had time. I actually have updates to the code, some of them, not all of them. Uh, I might be moving this over to kind of match the textbook. Uh, so basically, the traditional stock market, the Wall Street is seeing a monthly nine right here, okay? Now, I have a bit of a conflict now. Uh, so this indicator for me gave me a one month heads up. Uh, Wall Street is seeing a nine right here on the monthly. Um, it's also seeing a 913 on the weekly. And on the daily, there was a nine right there. So you have all of these nines that have lined up. Um, and the reason why the market jumped right here was because of Amazon's earnings. And just as I debunked a month and a half ago, Amazon did not say shit about Bitcoin and they weren't going to. You guys got to stop listening to these nonsense of people that don't know absolutely anything. Like if I go back to my Twitter and like, I don't tweet that often, but um, like I don't know if I can, if I don't know if I have time to look for that tweet from a month ago. Um, I mean, I tweet enough. Uh, if I can find that tweet where I debunked the nonsense that Amazon was going to say something about um, about Bitcoin, which I knew they weren't. Um, oh, here we go. That didn't take long to find. Um, yeah, I mean, when you have morons that are that are talking about this, I am certain that Amazon will accept Bitcoin. Come on, come on, that no way in hell that's my comment, all right? So uh, people are gonna stop believing in complete and utter bullshit, all right? Um, th this was just completely ridiculous. Uh, and that's what people were waiting for. And it was like, oh, Bitcoin went up because of that. No, it didn't, Bitcoin went up because it's going up. Uh, and we're gonna talk about Bitcoin in a minute. But since we're talking about the S&P 500, I'll, I'll leave my Twitter up. Um, some of these were funny. Um, so if we're talking about the S&P 500, it is topping. It's topping. So I have these arrows here. I'm going to stay with them. 
Uh, I think the S&P is going to pull back. I think this 913 daily is going to matter. But this is only going to be a short-term correction. Uh, short-term correction. This is not how markets top. The markets top with a candle like this, but upside down. If I put this candle in reverse, then maybe I would consider it a market top. Uh, I am not. So I'm going to take a red arrow. I'm going uh, to draw it here, you know. Uh, and that is going to lead me into this green arrow, right? Um, actually, this will probably, this is a daily, this is a weekly chart. So maybe it'll, you know, correct for a couple of weeks here. Uh, yeah, it should really correct all the way down, uh, ideally. So maybe I'll extend this and maybe I'll draw this in a little bit longer. Uh, I'm looking for a bit of a correction. Uh, I still have some positions in the market. Uh, I mean, the Amazon and the Google earnings popped the market pretty well, uh, but this arrow was pretty much on the money uh, off of this daily nine. Uh, so let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. We never really corrected from this nine. We just went straight up again. Oh, and this nine was also delayed. Um, yeah, so Wall Street saw this nine one candle later, by the way. Uh, but either way, I got a, my indicator since my uh, started a day early. Uh, I got a bit of a heads up. So boom, it was perfect for me anyway. Uh, this is why I don't always, uh, this is why my code is a little different. It, it gives me the heads up on a nine one day before Wall Street when you have uh, nines following nines. Anyway, I don't have time to get into the details, but uh, that's the traditional market. So I'm gonna go ahead and close that. I'll probably maximize my screen. I'll maximize it for Bitcoin. Uh, here's gold. Uh, so gold is on a nine in the opposite direction, right? So I haven't talked about the markets in a while, but uh, there's your little buy signal. Um, so I, I mean, in hindsight, I'm drawing this arrow, right? So maybe I shouldn't even draw it. But if I had done this, uh, I haven't looked at gold in over a week, so I didn't see this nine come up. But had I did, uh, there would have been a green arrow here. I'm looking for a one to four day bounce and then lower. Why am I only looking for a one to four day bounce and lower? Because when I look at the weekly chart, uh, it's a much more serious correction. And uh, this green arrow clearly did not happen. So I'm going to go ahead and delete that because now I'm looking for a nine to the opposite side. Uh, we had a nine on the upside, uh, you know, didn't really get you at the top, but close enough. And uh, now you have the short trade and this short trade you definitely lower your stop loss to the to the high of the prior candle. I mean, this trade should not cost you any money. Um, and there you go. Uh, that's pretty much it on uh, on the short trade. Uh, and looking, still looking for continuation of down. Uh, looking for three more weeks of downside. Uh, and today is only a Tuesday, so pretty much four more weeks of downside. All right. Um, that's gold. Let's close that. Like I said, I don't have much time to deal with it. Um, euro. Uh, again, down. Like here's your short trade. And on the euro, uh, the arrow, I put the arrow down because of this nine. A couple of weeks premature, but it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, I am looking for a complete collapse of the euro sometime in the near future. Save that, close that. Um, all right. Um, yeah. Hey, guys, please check out my website. Um, I'm already at 700 live viewers. 
Uh, the Learn Trading section is very educational. You have all of these links, you have all of these resources. Uh, please read the Time Analysis section. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, my calendar is here. I need to update it. I will not be in Orlando next week because it's conflicting with Bitcoin scaling. I will be at scaling on November 4th and 5th. I'll be in San Francisco, not San Francisco, or the Stanford campus somewhere. Um, I'll be at the scaling event. I'm not going to be speaking. I'm not going to probably even be at this event. Um, I kind of tweeted at them if they wanted me as a speaker. No one ever got back to me, so I don't really care. Um, I will be in Colombia and uh, I will be in Toronto. Uh, I still haven't, I, I need to, I, I was going to do my own buy trading seminar December 9th, the day after the Toronto event, but I haven't had time to deal with it. And I will definitely be in Asia speaking at the blockchain cruise, and I'll talk more about that in the coming weeks. Um, all right. Um, that's pretty much that. Uh, before we get to Bitcoin, my recent tweets. Um, <laughs> I can't believe how many retweets this tweet got. Uh, now, hey, let, let's be clear here. I did not. I do not actually. I did not get 150 Bitcoin. This is the, 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 this is someone. This is phishing. Uh, this this attachment probably has some kind of a Trojan horse in it, or maybe they want to crypto locker my computer, right? But this is not real. This is the prince has died and he left you an inheritance of a $150 million scam all over again, right? Only now it's with Bitcoin. So that's, uh, most people picked that up. Some people uh, didn't. Uh, so just a heads up. Um, also, please check out my presentation from Prague. Um, this was, it's actually the same presentation as Zurich. Uh, and it's the same presentation I gave here in Ukraine. So I'm going to be changing up my presentations. So Tone Vase Zurich. Is Tone Zurich correctly? Um, again, I'm in Russia, so, or I'm in Ukraine, but they speak Russian here. So, um, yeah, so here's the talk in Zurich. So these are very similar videos. So here's the talk in Zurich. Uh, it's about an hour and eight minutes. And here is the talk in, uh, uh, in Prague, also an hour and seven minutes, right? So it's the same presentation, uh, very similar. Uh, I, I might repost these on my on my YouTube channel so that it's easier for people to find. Um, and this was just funny. Uh, whoever coded this website right after my tweet, they changed the date, but that was just absolutely hilarious. I really hope Jeff Garza coded this website uh, because it, it'll show people that Segwit2x is nonsense. Oh, this is the, the event in Ukraine, by the way. If you haven't seen Crypto Scam, this is a must watch. Uh, this is a must watch before, I, again, I'm doing my little announcements before I get to Bitcoin. Uh, this, is a, this is absolutely a must watch. Wait, is it loading or what? Um, this is absolutely a must watch episode of Crypto Scam. And um, um, I, I, I didn't do uh, my research. I mean, I was doing my research live on camera. So I probably should have put a little more research in the very first hedge fund from Liam Robinson uh, because I was not able to find his LinkedIn. Uh, so minor correction, uh, here is the LinkedIn um, for uh, Liam Robinson. That's, uh, that's the CEO of um, Alphabet uh, Crypto Hedge Fund. And his background, uh, now that I see it, 
is legit. Uh, this is the kind of, uh, I mean, his background is legit, right? I mean, I couldn't find it before uh, because that's what you kind of want. You want people with a CFA, you want people with Kaya. Um, there, there, there is certain uh, accreditation, right? So he has CFA and Kaya, right? Like the perfect candidate would have CFA, Kaya, and FRM, right? So he's missing FRM, uh, financial risk uh, ma ma management exam. Um, so that's good. But when it comes to your traders, right? When it comes to your traders, here's what you want to see from your traders, right? So here are a couple of friends of mine. Here is George Salmon. Uh, George Salmon is a CMT, but I don't think he has it on his um, on his profile, right? But if I go to, uh, if I pull him up on LinkedIn, I'm sure he'll have it. The fact that he's a CMT, a chartered market technician, even though he doesn't really trade. Or, um, oh man, there's another one, Doug. Uh, not that Doug, this Doug. Um, so here you go, CMT, right? Chartered market technician. That means he's taking an exam on charting and trading and passed that exam, okay? So uh, that's what I kind of want to see from my trader uh, to have a CMT designation. I've only met a few of them and none of them, and like only one of them in crypto, right? So it's uh, just, just so you guys know. All right, uh, so please definitely check out this episode of Crypto Scam. Uh, it's, it's not one to miss. All right, Bitcoin. Let me make this full screen uh, and devote some time to Bitcoin. People have been asking me about these 13s, okay? So um, what does this 13 mean with the red arrow that you guys see? Basically, this means that the uptrend from this nine has been exhausted this week, okay? Oh, wait, this is the weekly chart, right? Do I have the monthly chart? Let me, um, is it full screen? Oh, I'm going to change my monthly chart. Hold on. Uh, I've been given a heads up here. Can I do that? Yes. So apparently you can stick in um, your own um, combination here. So let me see if this works. Um, beautiful. Perfect. So you can actually just type in your own combination and... Um, make your own monthly chart now the problem with this combination is that for some reason it only starts in 2016 so that means that um some of these uh won't work so that so i need to uh bit tracks i'm definitely not going to use but what i will use is mount gox uh um BTC USD from Mount Gox to give me the price in the early days. Let me see here. BTC USD. Uh, nothing's coming up. Oh, because I'm on futures, cryptocurrency. BTC USD. BTC USD. And I need the Mount Gox one. Here it is. All right. And we can leave that at 25%. And um, Let's see what happens here. Perfect. Uh, now we're going into 2015. So that means Coinbase is now messing us up. So that's this second one. Um, so this BTCUSD uh, is no good. 
Um, so I need something from the early days. And um, I don't know, maybe OK coin. And that should work. Yep, a little better. Uh, nope, still 2014. So I need to play around with this index. And uh, this way, I'll make my own on TradingView for the monthly index. Uh, and until I figure that out, um, you know, I'm using the next best option. Um, oh. But I will be making my own. So, because um, I want to make sure I have a, I want to make sure this is a nine like it is a Baumgart. So the monthly index, I'm two months ahead because I have a two months heads up. So next month, as of tomorrow, this is for me, this is going to be a nine. But for Wall Street, the nine isn't coming for two more months. Okay. So use this information as you like. This 13 tells you that this trend from this nine has been exhausted. And now we're working on another 13 for this nine. So that's going to come in about five months, right? So you got plenty of time for that. And then there'll be another nine here, right? By then, either next month or like for Wall Street, it'll be in two months, okay? Assuming we continue to rise, which I don't believe that we will. Um, I think we're going to turn uh, somewhere next month. I'm, I'm expecting a, a top next month. We'll see how that works out for me. But um, monthly chart is bullish. I mean, this is why I stayed bullish. So I've made a couple of comments recently. So um, I am looking for higher prices, but I'm also saying this is not the time to jump into Bitcoin. This is the time to look for an exit. That means I think we are going to top and I think we're going to have a decent correction. Um, even though I still say the prices are going higher, I'm still looking for four more weeks of upside. I'm looking for upside into the fork. I'm looking for upside into the fork, and then after the fork, I'm expecting prices to dip, or maybe even just before the fork, because people are going to want to get out early. Okay, so I remain bullish Bitcoin, but this is a time to take your profit. This is or the time to you know like try to make that extra five percent or whatever, right? Um, so this 13, uh, like I said, has exhausted this nine. But if we get another nine, then the new 13 count can start to the upside, all right? Um, that's really it. I mean, RSI, uh, MACD, they're useless at the all-time highs. So all I can do is use time analysis here. Uh, here's the daily chart. Uh, the daily chart looks, again, had a 13 uh, coming from this nine, I'm assuming, because now we have a six. So, right, so five, four, three, two, and that would have been one. So, yes. And this arrow right here, see this giant arrow that I put? 1,750 to the upside. I put 6,800 for my arrow, and this arrow may have another 250 bucks in it. All right. So, this arrow has been on this chart for a while. Uh, it would have been here probably as we were breaking out. I don't remember when I added it. So uh, we've almost met that target. So let's see what happens. Uh, I remain bullish here. I remain bullish Bitcoin, um, mostly because of technicals. Like I have no idea what's going on. I've been too busy to pay attention to the news. I don't need to pay attention to the news. Technicals tell me all the information that I need. Technicals help me call the stop. It helped me call the bottom. and it helped me draw this giant green arrow. Now, 
uh, it's time for you to draw more green arrows, but uh, I don't think we're gonna, I don't think we're gonna go up that much higher, right? I mean, our upside here is pretty limited. So um, I am looking at five more days of upside, right? So up to the fifth. So maybe like this, um, you know, maybe into like 6,800, something like that, uh, meet this target, uh, and then we'll see. And then we'll see what happens, right? Then probably a little bit of a pullback. Let me see here. Then maybe a little bit of a pullback, back to the prior breakout. You know, a bit of a crash down to 6,200, something like that, you know, this vicinity, uh, and then one final push to the upside. Um, you know, I'll probably draw this arrow a little bit thicker, you know, something like that, into 7,500, into the fork. So that's kind of what I'm looking for, uh, followed by a more serious correction. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do next video, guys, because I'll be very busy with conferences. Um, and then followed by, you know, a more in, you know, a deeper correction. So um, something like this. We'll see, I might adjust these arrows, right? But this is kind of what I'm looking for right now. And, um, so this may be a very famous video of tone gets shit wrong. Um, make this thinner and like that maybe. I don't know, I have no idea, right? Like, like when I draw these arrows, I'm kind of guessing, right? Because um, I'm basically just looking at five more days of upside, one to four day correction, another wave of nine days to the upside, uh, to match me with eight or nine on a weekly chart um, going into the middle of the month, uh, towards the end of the month, and that would align me with the monthly chart for November, giving me some kind of a top in November or December. Uh, and then looking for a bigger correction, and then obviously new all-time highs sometime next year. Uh, but I'll adjust these as they happen. Uh, but this is, everyone's been asking me for my projection into the fork. So that's my projection into the fork. Oh, let me see if I have to go or not. Um, give me one second, guys. Uh, uh, I got 20 minutes. Maybe I'll have time for a question or two. What do we got? We got 1,500 live viewers. Hey guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing my work. Uh, please go back and watch Crypto Scam. I put you know some effort into that video. Um, all right, um, that's pretty much my outlook for Bitcoin, right? Like another one more up wave and then a deeper correction, right? So let's see how that works out. We will. Um, here's the four hour chart. Uh, I mean, I haven't looked at this in a while. I must have drawn this arrow at some point. That kind of worked out, sorta. I mean, it took a little bit of time. Didn't really lose you any money if you traded this. Um, why did I draw this arrow? Again, this is an educational channel, guys. This isn't 
Uh, Tone told me to buy, Tone told me to sell. Um, so uh, I had this nine, I was looking for a one to four candle correction and then back to the upside. I mean, we went down you know, a smidge more and then it went to the upside. When this nine happened, what do you think I would have said had I seen it happen? One to four candle correction and then back to the upside, right? So now from the four hour chart, um, I'm looking at you know, some upside. No, that's cheating. Let me not draw an arrow like that. Um, I'm looking for, again, a, go up into a nine. What did I say, 6,800? What was my daily chart, right? My daily chart was like 6,800, right? So 6,800 is like here, um, and then a correction, you know, something like that, back to, you know, maybe all the way to a nine, right? Because that would coincide with a daily nine, maybe. Maybe I should draw these. Maybe these things will probably take longer than I expect. These are four-hour charts. No, so maybe something like this. Um, then down to 62. I want to kind of have the match, right? So this is going to be on the fourth. Uh, this is going to be on the seventh and eighth. All right. So around the fourth. See, this is only the second. Um, so I need to, you know, kind of do this. Right, because these are four-hour candles, right? So something like that going into the fourth and then down to 6,200 or so. Uh, yeah, see? Anyway, I'm going to be misaligned a bit, but, and then higher. You know, so. And again, like, I can't, I can't extend it anymore, but you get the idea, basically. Oh, wait, if I do this, I can extend it. All right, so you guys should, like, you know, get the idea. So there you go. Right, then a final push, the final push into 7,000. It's kind of what I'm looking for, right? And I'll, I'll, I'll use my nines to help guide me. Though this will probably take a couple of nines, right? But all right, anyway, that's the four-hour chart. Hourly chart, I haven't seen this in ages. Um, again, the 13 exhausts the count from this nine. So that nine worked out well. Uh, you buy the breakout, and uh, this was almost a nine, telling you to take a little bit of a dip, um, and then we go up. Uh, oh yeah, I already see questions about the CME, so I'll, I'll, I'll glance at that. Um, and Rich is throwing a couple of questions in there for me, so we'll see what happens. Um, so that's about it. I mean, the hourly nine is coming in next hour. Uh, so it'll probably be a bit of a dip. Um, again, this is the hourly chart. I don't really care about the hourly charts anymore. So I don't know, a bit of a dip next hour. I already see reversal candles. You know, maybe back to the moving average. Um, and, um, oops, arrow, and then higher. You know, these are hourly candles, so. I mean, there you go. Uh, B-trash. I mean, what do you want me to say? It's garbage. It's complete garbage. Um, you had a 9, you had a 13, bounced, 
I thought it was over. I thought it was going to go down to like 0.3. It still will. Um, I mean, there might be a 9 next candle. Probably won't be because it needs to close above a 5. This count will break. I mean, so it'll take a little longer to get there. Like, what? I, I, I don't understand, right? I don't understand why people have the, this need to tell me that uh, this arrow didn't happen, right? No, I, I don't remember anyone complaining about this arrow or this arrow or, okay, fine. So this arrow will be delayed by a couple of months, you know, big deal. All of your miners are going to switch to 2x anyway. So, I mean, the, this thing is not going to exist. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll draw red arrows all day. I mean, you, you have to be, I mean, sure, you can buy it if you want to make more Bitcoin. But if you're buying Bcash because you think it's a viable future, oh god i hope you lose all your money i hope i hope you lose all your money and go homeless so i don't have to hear from you again because you can't afford any more internet uh that's what i hope for people that are holding this nonsense um all right please check out my presentations that's actually the same presentation you can watch it from uh Paralleli police uh this is the conference in prague or you can watch it from the zurich meetup digital association i really need to just grab the video and put it on my youtube channel um, that's about it. I know people want me to talk about the CME news. I don't even know what the CME news is. Uh, CME group, Bitcoin, something about futures contracts on the CME. CME, Bitcoin, real-time index and spot prices. Okay, so what? Um, they have an index. Um, they have their own index. CME, Bitcoin, um, reference rate. Okay, great. Oh, it launched in 2014. Right? This, this isn't even new. Um, so what's new here? Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, Bitcoin surges to record above 60. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, well, if I turn the ad blocker off, give me the article back. All right, here it is. Um, let me see what this says. CME announced Tuesday it plans to launch Bitcoin futures in the fourth quarter pending regulatory review. Uh, Bitcoin rose to a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, given increasing client demand, uh, the leading global exchange of options and futures. Sure. How are they going to enforce uh, delivery upon expiry? That's the only question I care about. The Bitcoin futures contracts will be cash settled. Excellent. There you go. No Bitcoin changes hands. Uh, this this is not going to affect Bitcoin, guys. There's no Bitcoin changing hands. That, that that's important. Um, and based on a CME CMF reference rate, uh, with CME launched in November, I think this is a mistake. Uh, but hey, they want to do it, they can do it. Uh, the growth of Bitcoin derivatives is also another. Uh, I mean, uh, um, it's good. Uh, I, I guess it's good. Um, I. It's cash settled, right? I mean, there's no Bitcoin there. This is it's going to be. I, I'll maybe I'll trade it. Oh, like maybe I'll. No, I can't trade futures in my retirement account. Damn. Um, yeah, it's actually going to be pretty cool. Like I'll be able to trade. I'll be. I'll, maybe I'll start trading Bitcoin, right? Like I can't trade Bitcoin because I don't want to put my Bitcoin at risk. Now you can trade Bitcoin without putting your Bitcoin at risk. Of course, you have to pay taxes on your gains or losses, but. Um, but yeah, this opens up uh, people to make profits from going long and going short Bitcoin without actually having to risk any Bitcoin. But 
this is going to be weird because they're going to be using their own reference price, and I really hope they have a really good index. Um, yeah, but it's not settled in Bitcoin, right? That's, that, that's very important, like right here, the, the cash settled part. That was my question. Uh, will be cash settled, right? Um, so we'll see how it works out. Uh, it's not launching till November, and they still need regulatory approval. I'm not sure SEC is going to approve this. Oh, actually, no, this isn't an SEC call. This is going to be a CFTC call. So the CFTC has to approve this, not, uh, not the SEC. Um, yeah, CFTC regulatory, perfect, yep. Uh, the addition of the CFTC regulated Bitcoin derivatives will bring a great deal of liquidity, right? So this has nothing to do with, with SEC. Uh, this all has to do with, um, with, um, with CFTC. Uh, okay, so Ledger uh, received the agency's approval to clear derivatives in July. Okay, so Ledger is helping them put together this contract. All right, we'll see. I mean, we're waiting for approval, right? Like, I, I have no idea. Are they going to approve it or not? We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out, right? Don't get too excited about this yet. Uh, and uh, here's another question. How many people? I have 1,000 viewers watching me right now. How many of you 1,000 live viewers or 15,000 viewers that will be watching this video eventually, um, how many of you have an account where you can trade futures? I do. I have one. I mean, I've traded gold and silver and oil and S&P 500. Um, I'm very familiar with the CME futures contracts. Um, so if you're not going to be trading this, why does this matter to you, right? Um, uh, will it help the price of Bitcoin? Well, I don't know. Go ask the gold bugs. They hate the fact that gold has futures. They think the only reason why gold isn't trading at $3 million an ounce uh, and why they aren't rich is because the futures contracts on gold are suppressing the price of gold. So why are Bitcoiners, if, if you are a Bitcoiner that believes that gold prices are manipulated by the futures market, this is the last thing that you want because you should uh, subscribe to the same conspiracy theory that once Bitcoin has futures contracts, that Bitcoin would also be manipulated by Wall Street to the downside which is completely ridiculous, I might add, but, uh, but, but this is what you will believe, right? Uh, also, the leverage on these things, uh, I don't know what it is, right? So I need to see the spec for this uh, futures contract. Uh, so, so there's a lot still unknown, but hey, the news is positive. People are buying Bitcoin on this news. Uh, I mean, I had no idea why Bitcoin popped this morning. Now I'm finding out that it's because of CFTC. But you know what? It didn't matter because guess what? I was calling for higher Bitcoin prices. Uh, even though I am looking for a top, uh, you can stretch this out if you want, but this is the time to potentially take your profits uh, and potentially look for an exit, right? I mean, you guys do whatever you want. You should be able to make your own trading decisions. But uh, yeah, so look, the CME news, it depends. If you're, if you're a conspiracy theorist, then this is terrible news. If you're not, then you know it's good news. Um, uh, okay, um, that's the CME news. I think there was one more thing people want to talk to. Oh, um, all right. So people keep asking me about uh, Tether. Tether, supposedly Tether uh, fractional reserve. I don't know fractional reserve. I, I haven't looked into Tether, guys. Um, uh, <laughs> I love that headline. I had to click on a Coin Telegraph article. 
Um, Tether really isn't a scam. <laughs> I have not called Tether a scam, by the way. I don't think Tether is a scam. Everyone else seems to think that Tether is a scam, but I don't. Uh, is this a recent article or an old article? Uh, September 6th, that's old. Is that old? It's kind of old, half old. Um, I mean, Tether is now owned by Bitfinex, right? So Bitfinex is in charge of Tether. Um, strange story of Tether, August 17th. October 2nd, now we're getting closer. All right, so we're doing this a different way. Tools, uh, anytime, let's do past week. All right. Um, all right, let's see what this is all about. Okay, um, Rich sent me a couple of questions. Are you going to give your seminar in Toronto? Maybe, maybe. The rest of this week, I'm gonna find out if, I, if I'm going to give my trading seminar in Toronto. Next question, the CME group, I already talked about that. Next question, what is the future likelihood of governments requiring Bitcoin holders to register their identity uh, amount of Bitcoin held? Uh, 100%, 100% likelihood. Um, could they then introduce a kind of holding tax? 100%, right. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't have to do it, right? I mean, uh, they, they can require you to register your gold, but you can just hide it, right? Absolutely, the government. I mean, this is why, this is the whole Segwit2x thing, right? I mean, Segwit2x is the PayPal of Bitcoin. They want you, to, they're gonna work with the government so they can register your identity. If, if, you, if your Bitcoin is at Coinbase, if your Bitcoin is at Zappo, if your Bitcoin is at, um, Bitgo, if your Bitcoin is at any of these Bitcoin banks, you're already doing this, right? So the, the push is for government to work with the big Bitcoin corporations in order to push out the Bitcoin core developers so that all Bitcoin is being stored in Bitcoin banks where they know your identity. I mean, this is the whole push of Segwit2x is this corporate corporations that don't want where the CEOs of corporations don't want to go to jail for holding your Bitcoin, so they will sell you out to dry to make sure that uh, there's no developers working on Bitcoin that believe in Bitcoin privacy. Um, Bcash works the same way. I mean, the miners just control everything, right? Because it's like two miners, right? One miner. It's complete centralized coins. Uh, this is why uh, I'm not scared of these initiatives. This is why these initiatives will fail. But absolutely, governments want to identify every single Satoshi that people hold, and big corporations like Coinbase, like Zappo, they're gonna help them do it. So uh, I'm pretty much, I will always vote the opposite of what Coinbase and Zappo and uh, uh, BitGo and BitPay, uh, like whatever side those big companies are on, I will by default be on the opposite side because the agenda of these companies is to identify the users. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about Tether. I'll, I'll get into that mess you know, later. Um, 25 million Tether created. Um, okay, so that's only $25 million. Like uh, maybe they have, maybe they bought $25 million worth of Bitcoin on reserve. Maybe they got, um, uh, let me see here. Maybe they got, 
uh, a $25 million investment. Uh, maybe uh, Bitfinex made $25 million, you know, uh, and they created more Tether. Like, like just because $25 million Tether was created, it doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't uh, USD backing it up. Remember, Tether is just USD, right? So all they had to do was maybe they have, let's say, $5 million uh, USD dollars in the bank. And, um, but remember, it's cash, right? It's cash. They can borrow against the, the 10 or $15 million they have at the bank. They can borrow against that and their company, uh, Bitfinex, and they can be loaned an additional $25 million, right? Because the US dollar is a fractional reserve system. So if you can fractionally create more US dollars, you can then fractionally create the equal amount of tether. This is not illegal and this is totally legit. Um, I have no problem with them doing this, okay? And tether does not affect Bitcoin. Remember, if tether implodes, if tether, I don't believe tether is a scam, but if tether is a scam, the only thing it hurts is shitcoins. It doesn't actually hurt Bitcoin because no one really trades Tether against Bitcoin unless you're trading on these anonymous exchanges like Bittrex and, um, and Poloniex and all these other ones, right? The reason is, is because these exchanges cannot hold your US dollars. If you're trading Bitcoin on Gemini, if you're trading on Bitfinex, if you're trading it on Bitstamp, you don't need Tether because you can because these exchanges have bank accounts. Therefore, um, you can just sell your Bitcoin for cash and then the exchange is holding your cash. You only need Tether and these altcoin slash shitcoin exchanges um, because they don't have bank accounts. So they're holding Tether. So if, if, if that whole scheme of Tether, scheme, not scam, if the whole scheme of Tether goes belly up, it only hurts shitcoin exchanges. Bitcoin to USD is still going to work fine, okay? Um, oh, you can't withdraw USD from Bitfinex, someone's telling me. That's kind of weird, uh, but sure. I mean, sell it back into Bitcoin, withdraw your Bitcoin, right? The, the point, uh, but Bitfinex is different, right? Bitfinex owns Tether, so they're probably, you know, shilling Tether because they're, you know, that's their baby now, right? They uh, Bitfinex acquired acquired Tether from the company Tether. Now I don't know why they would, but because maybe Bitfinex was so invested in Tether that they wanted control over Tether. But Tether is just U.S. dollars. I don't understand why people are complaining about Tether potentially being fractionally reserved. The U.S. dollar is fractionally reserved, right? It's fractional reserve lending. It, it, it's what you signed up for. It, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, and if there is no Tether. It's the altcoin exchanges that suffer, not the Bitcoin exchanges. So there you go. Um, good. I mean, I, I hope Tether goes belly up because that helps Bitcoin a lot. Because now when you have these altcoin exchanges like Bittrex and Poloniex that are giving people the option to sell the Bitcoin for something like US dollar, if that option isn't on the table, people would be forced to hold on to the Bitcoin because it's safer. So right now, if you're trading on Poloniex, you have the option, if all crypto are falling, you have the option to move it into Tether and protect yourself. If Tether is not there, 
you're not going to protect yourself by moving into Ripple, let's say. That would be dumb. So you're going to protect yourself by holding the Bitcoin because you know Bitcoin will dip and it will go back up. When Ethereum dips, it may never come back. When uh, Dash finally shit hits the fan, it'll never come back. So no one is going to you know, protect themselves from their crypto position in a shitcoin. They're just going to stay in Bitcoin. So the elimination of Tether only helps the price of Bitcoin go up. All right. So I hope that explains the whole Tether situation. Um, I don't believe I need to do a crypto scam episode on Tether because I'll probably be defending Tether more than um, more than mad at them. Um, so I, I, again, I, I don't have a problem with Tether. I mean, I could be wrong here, right? I haven't done any research. I just I, I'm just logically thinking about the idea of Tether. Um, all right, that's pretty much it, guys. I think I have to get going. I have to go to another event tonight. And um, I hope this was good. Uh, once uh, I didn't even turn my camera on, I'll say hi to you guys. Uh, okay, let's glance one more time at the price of Bitcoin. Um, here's the weekly chart. We're good. Four more weeks of upside, potentially. Here's the daily chart. Five more days of upside. A little pullback. Uh, you know, maybe another, you know, wave of a nine. Uh, the four hour has got room. I mean, you're bullish right now, like uh, only the hourly, right? So the hourly might take a bit of a dip. So uh, not a serious dip, a little bit of a dip on the hourly. The four hour is good. So monthly is topping, weekly bullish, daily bullish, uh, four hour bullish, uh, one hour uh, toppy, but then bullish. All right. So there's the little summary and garbage, all right? I'm not gonna talk about any other altcoins. I know I haven't done Litecoin in a while. Uh, maybe next time uh, I'll get to it. Um, all right, that's pretty much the summary. Turn off screen share. I'll say hi to you guys. I'm at a hotel room in Ukraine and uh, I'll see you all on the next one. Bye everyone.